Canto 12, Chapter 10 Shiva, Lord and Helper, glorifies Markandeya Rishi. Sri Sutta said, He who this way experienced the might of the Yoga Maya as arranged by Narayana sought shelter with him. Sri Markandeya said, I fall at the soles of the feet of you who takes away the fear of those who approached you, O Lord, with your illusory potency in the form of knowledge, even bewilders the scholars. Sutta said, The great Lord Rudra, Shiva, who, accompanied by Rudrani, Uma, and surrounded by his entourage, travelled through the sky on his bull, saw how he was thus absorbed in meditation. Uma, observing the seer, then said to Girisha, Look at this man of learning, who with his body, senses and mind, motionless, is as calm as the water and schools of fish in the ocean with the wind laid down. Please, O you who are the bestower of it, award him the perfection of his penances. The mighty Lord said, I am sure that the Brahmin seer does not desire any benedictions in any field, not even liberation, for he has achieved the transcendental devotional service unto the Supreme Lord, the inexhaustible original person. Nevertheless, Bhavani, let us talk to this pure devotee. It is indeed man's highest achievement to gain the association of saintly souls. Sutta said, Thus having spoken, he, the master of all knowledge, the controller of all embodied souls, and the shelter of the righteous ones, approached him. Having arrested the functions of his mind, he, the sage had neither knowledge of himself or the outer world, nor of the arrival of the two powers of control over the universe in person. Girisha, the controller, the great lord, understanding that, entered the ethereal privacy of Marakandeya's heart by means of his mystic potency, just like the wind passing through an opening. Shiva appeared inside of him with hairlocks blond like lightning, having three eyes and ten arms and rising as high as the sun. Together with the tiger skin he used for his garment, he exhibited his bow and trident, arrows and sword, shield, prayer beads, damaru, axe and skull. When he saw him in his heart manifesting suddenly, the sage desisted from his trance and wondered in surprise, Who is this? And where did he come from? Opening his eyes and seeing that Lord Rudra had arrived with his associates and Uma, the sage with his head offered the one guru of the three worlds his obeisances. He honored him together with his company and Uma with words of welcome, sitting places, water for thy feet, water to drink, perfumed oil, garlands, incense and lamps. He said, O mighty one, what can I do for you, O Lord, who pacifies the universe by the full satisfaction of your ecstatic experience? I offer you my obeisances, who delights in the mode of ignorance, you who devoted to passion are horrifying, and you who give pleasure in the mode of goodness. Sutta Goswami said, Praised by these words, 
He, the mighty Lord, the foremost of the demigods and shelter of the truthful soul, perfectly satisfied and happy-minded, addressed him with a smile. The great Lord said, Please, choose a boon to your liking, for of all demigod-givers of benedictions, the three of us are the Guna-Avatara lords by whose infallible audience a mortal being finds immortality. The local rulers and inhabitants of all worlds, I, the great Lord Brahma and Lord Hari, glorify, worship and assist those who are saintly, peaceful and free from material attachment, who care for all living beings and free from enmity and equal towards all, are of a single-minded devotion unto us. They, these devotees, do not even acknowledge the slightest difference between me, the infallible one, and the one unborn, nor between themselves or other people, and that is why we praise you. Mere bodies of water are no holy places and deities on themselves are devoid of life. They purify the soul only after a long time, but you do so by simply being seen. We offer the Brahmins our respects who carry our forms represented by the three Vedas and who by penances, study and concentration in yoga are absorbed in the true self. Even the greatest sinners and outcasts find purification by seeing you and hearing about you and what would that not mean when one directly speaks to you? Sutta Goswami said Thus, with his ears drinking from the nectar reservoir of words full of the secret of Dharma, of the one decorated with the moon, the sage was not satisfied. He who because of Vishnu's maya was terribly exhausted from having wandered for such a long time, had been freed from a great load of trouble by the grace of Lord Shiva's nectar and words, and spoke to him. Sri Markandeya said, Ah, how inconceivable for embodied souls this pastime is of the great controllers. They offer their obeisances to the ones they control, who praise them as the lords of the universe. In general, the authorized speakers act by precept and example for the embodied souls to accept the Dharma and encourage and praise those who do so. Such an attitude of the fortunate one and his associates does not compromise the power of his activities formed by his illusory energy maya any more than the tricks of a magician compromise his ability. He, who has the super-soul from his mind by himself in the form of time created this universe and subsequently entered it in the form of the avatars, manifests himself like being the doer through the operating modes of nature, just like a person witnessing a dream. Let me offer my obeisances to him, the Supreme Personality, who, endowed with the three gunas, is the true self on top of them. He is the pure, unequalled spiritual master who is the original form of the Absolute Truth. From seeing you, a person can achieve whatever he desires, irrespective of what. But what other benediction should I desire from you, O all-pervading Lord, whose presence itself is the highest one may attain. Nevertheless, I would like to ask from you, who stand for the complete that entails the fulfillment of all wishes, one benediction, the unfailing devotional service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead and unto the both of you and the ones devoted to Him.
Sutta Goswami said. Thus being worshipped and glorified by the well-spoken words of the sage, the great Lord Sharva, thereto encouraged by his concert, said, O great sage, full of devotion for Adokshadja, may all your wishes be fulfilled, and may you also, till the end of the Kalpa, enjoy fame, piety and freedom from old age and death. May you have knowledge of the threefold nature of time, O Brahman, as also wisdom in combination with a free heart. May therefore you, being blessed with Brahminical potency, be the status of teacher of the Purana. Sutta Goswami said, After having granted the sage these blessings, he, the Lord, with the three eyes, went away on his way telling the goddess what he, Markandeya, in the past had accomplished and experienced. He, that best soul of Brigu, who had achieved the greatest of the great in yoga, even today demonstrably travels about on his path of serving the Lord with single-minded devotion. This is what I could describe to you of the amazing potency of the illusory energy of the Supreme Personality as experienced by the intelligent Markandeya. Some declare this unprecedented life of the sage to be nothing more than the repeatedly being born of the human being in the illusory creation of the Supreme Soul, but they have no idea what they are talking about. O best one of Brigu, Shonaka, the story I described is infused with the potency of the Lord with the chariot wheel in his hand. For anyone who hears it himself or makes someone else listen to it, there will never be a repetition of births, a worldly conditioned existence, based on karma.